Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. I think your nose is entirely clean now that you've just removed your finger. <laughs> I was just being funny. Yes, you were. Um, all right. You wanted to start with a weather update? When we talked about Disney World, but that's okay. Go ahead and talk about it now. I don't have anything to talk about. You want to talk oh, about the weather Oh, so update. the big big news uh, today is that Tropical Storm slash Hurricane Elsa is headed for Orlando. Uh, at one point, it was a hurricane, but I believe it has since been downgraded uh, back to a, uh, a tropical storm. And uh, that's the first Category 1 uh, hurricane. Well, it was the first Category 1 hurricane on Friday. And it is expected to make its way to Florida late Monday and then go around the West Coast before making landfall. Um, Central Florida and Orlando are in the cone of uncertainty, mm. uh, but it is expected to hit the Orlando area sometime around Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, uh, very early Tuesday morning. Um, but uh, there should be more information as, uh, you know, the storm develops as the storm develops and forecasters get a better handle on it so yeah i mean it's going to mean a lot of rainy days for people down there even if there's no danger it's going to be wet so if you're heading down there you're definitely going to want ponchos probably also umbrellas and um yeah plan on getting wet plan on just working around the fact that it's going to be raining and yep. you'll still be able to have a nice time Yep. As far as being nervous of, about what's going on there, the locals down in the Orlando area will uh, get rooms at Disney World during hurricanes because it is the safest place to be uh, in Central Florida. Yeah. So no need to worry. All right. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog. All righty. Um, Disney Dreamers Academy is going to be returning to Walt Disney World in March of 2022. That's right. 2021, it was a virtual program, but in 2022, it will return to the Walt Disney World Resort from March 3rd through 6th of 2022. Uh, and this is a high school program, a program for high schoolers, where you can become a Disney Dreamer by attending the Disney Dreamer Academy. And uh, it's a program designed to inspire young leaders to dream beyond their imaginations and jumpstart their life goals. Uh, if you're interested in applying, they take 100 students every year and they get an all-expenses-paid trip to Walt Disney World for the Dreamers Academy. Uh, you can go to Disney Dreamers Academy, that's all one long word, dot com, uh, for the opportunity to sign up. Uh, throughout the history of the program, which is in its 15th year, uh, they have inspired more than 1,300 students. And... Uh, you know, they've, they've had uh, celebrity speakers uh, from Neo to Magic Johnson, uh, as well as the star of the upcoming Disney live-action Little Mermaid film, Halle Bailey. Cool. Yeah. Very good. Uh, there is a new on-demand experience for kids through National Geographic's Live Explorer Academy. That's right. The National Geographic's Live Explorers Academy is a special limited-run series of streaming videos that are led by real National Geographic explorers, uh, and it allows the children to use science uh, and curiosity to solve puzzles, break codes, and make discoveries. They are organized by weeks. Um, so week one, rainforests. Weeks two, creepy crawlies. Week three, ocean. Week four, ancient civilizations. Week five, mammals. Week six, mad science. Week seven, outer space. Week eight, dinosaurs. Weird nine. Uh, week nine, weird <laughs> animals. Week 10, Cultural Connections, and Week 11, Your World. Um, 
Each week includes missions where kids conduct experiments and complete crafts and challenges, uh, which include puzzles, ciphers, and word scrambles. Um, and uh, you can purchase a week because this stuff isn't free, of course. Mm-hmm. If you go to netgeolive.com slash academy, um, your children can view the content from the time of the release through December 31st of this year. So uh, if you do opt to purchase that, uh, you do get it for the remainder of the year. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. National Geographic's Shark Fest is returning this year. That's right, because they've got to compete with the an- Animal Planet Shark Week. Which is very popular. It is. Um, but Shark Fest is actually six weeks of fantastic programming across four networks and Disney Plus um, that, uh, you know, highlight sharks. So that begins on men- Monday, May 5th with the premiere of Shark Beach with Chris Hemsworth Ooh. on National Geographic. Uh, Disney Plus will begin streaming shark content uh, on Friday, July 9th. And uh, if you're interested, you can go check out netgeo.com slash shark slash shark fest. And if you're down in the parks, you can get your uh, picture taken over at the, of course, the obligatory social media shark wall, oh. uh, which is on the side of the uh, Christmas store at okay. Disney Springs. Okay. Uh, that's kind of fun. I mean, it's not the prettiest uh, photo op wall, but it's not. Okay. But that is the spot. Every month it gets a different oh, uh, a different photo opportunity. Okay. Um, you can celebrate the release of Black Widow with a few opportunities. That's right. Black Widow finally mm-hmm. gets released this week. Uh, it technically opens up on Friday. They do have advanced screenings on Thursday, which we are going to see. Um, oh, that means we're going to have to record a show late after the movies. No. That's going to before the movies. Something like that, but okay. definitely not after. All right. <laughs> so how can you celebrate it? Um, if you're in the parks and you're going to Avengers Campus, you can see Taskmaster as well as Natasha Romanoff herself in her white snow costume that you will see in the film. If you're in Paris, you can check out some of the uh, artistic interpretations of the Black Widow at Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. And if you are in Shanghai Disneyland, you can check out Illuminate, a nighttime celebration. That is the first nighttime spectacular to include superheroes which includes Black Widow. Um, At Hong Kong Disneyland, they have a meet and greet with Black Widow at the Expo Assembly Station. And, uh, of course, you can buy clothing, pins, Funko Pops, Lego sets, uh, and more through shopdisney.com. Black Widow, of course, will be released, as I said, on Friday in theaters, as well as on Disney Plus Premier Access for a cost of $30. All right. Are you looking forward to the movie? Yeah, I am. I'm mostly looking forward to popcorn. I mean, that's what I'm always looking forward to. But uh, I like popcorn while I watch a good movie. After Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, In Disneyland, there's been rolling power outages, uh, which have shut down attractions. This is on July 4th um, at both Disneyland and at California Adventure. Yeah, you would think that they would have generators to back this stuff up. Yeah. Because it's been happening a lot in Florida. Right. Uh, and now it's happening out in California. You know, this is this is not Disney's doing. Um, it's infrastructure. You know, the heat wave out right. in California yeah. uh, is affecting it. So these power outages, uh, they, California does rolling power outages. Mm-hmm. Um, and the n- list of attractions that were affected is uh, pretty long. 
Uh, and it was a minute by minute thing. You know, one minute Matterhorn would be down and then the next minute uh, Snow White's Enchanted Wish would go down. So mm-hmm. it didn't happen all at once. Right. Uh, the tough thing is that when these rides go down, there's a, you know, there's a specific shutdown sequence that right. has to take place. And then the rides need to be inspected again before oh. they're brought back up online. So, um, so it's just a lot of inspecting going on. Pretty much. In in Disneyland, it looks like about 14 rides were uh, um, affected uh, and probably about uh, 15 or 16 over in California Adventure. So uh, July 4th being one of the three busiest days along with uh, Christmas and Easter uh, in the Disney parks, uh, this was not an easy thing for them. Uh, if you're a cast member today, you've uh, definitely earned that minimum wage. <laughs> Very true. Um, I don't know if this was down at all, but Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln has reopened. That is true. It has reopened. And uh, I'm just looking to see. This was not one of the attractions that was affected. It looks like nothing on Main Street was affected. Well, there's not that much on Main Street. Uh, It was primarily um, Fantasyland and uh, a bunch of stuff behind it. So, like, Galaxy's Edge was affected in California. Uh, But, yeah, Cheryl, uh, as Cheryl mentioned, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln has reopened. Uh, This is the classic animatronic uh, feature uh, starring President Lincoln, which came direct from the uh, World's Fair in New York in 1964, 1963, 1963, 1964, somewhere around there. All right. Uh, The Corndog Castle has reopened at California Adventure. That's a story in and of itself. All right. And then... um, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail is going to be reopening on July 9th. That's right. The construction walls have been removed. The entryway is just blocked right now by some temporary barricades. Um, And that is a challenge trail in California Adventure. And then a story that uh, Cheryl skipped uh, was the news that the Haunted Mansion Holiday will be returning to uh, the Haunted Mansion in 2021. And she says she did not skip that story. I did. You did? did. It was further up, though. Okay. Uh, what is the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail? Um, it is a trail of challenges. Oh. It's kind of like I a... I mean, I remember sort of where it was when we went, but I don't... Yeah, it's like a fitness challenge trail. Oh, okay. Um, the Disneyland Hotel has opened. It opened on July 2nd. Yep. Uh, that's, uh, you know, they've been closed for a year, mm-hmm. a little over a year, and uh, they finally reopened. That's the classic uh, Disney uh, Disneyland Resort. Um, you know, everybody's excited. It's reopened. Uh, along with that, the uh, a couple of the restaurants opened as well. Trader Sam's has reopened. Um, Tangaroa Terrace has reopened. And uh, very exciting news there. So that's exciting, too, that um, Trader Sam's opened there. Yes. Does that mean that perhaps Trader Sam's is going to open when the Polynesian opens? One can only hope. Right? Yeah. Um, so Paradise Pier is still closed, but when it does reopen, their full-service restaurant PCH Grill is going to be closed permanently. That's right. They will not reopen with their full-service restaurant. Um, so that's it's kind of sad. Um, but they also announced that Steakhouse 55 at the Disneyland Hotel will not be reopening, that they are also permanently closed. Wow. I mean, are they not getting people to dine at their hotels, I guess? I don't know. They're looking into other dining options for those locations. So the PCH Grill area, or just generally the Paradise Pier, they did not have good options for um, for takeaway. 
no. you know, for counter service. So I would love to see PCH Grill just turned into like a really good quick service location. Right. You should be able to go in and get your Mickey waffles in the morning. And all they had was like a grab and go area. So you could get like a muffin or a bagel and, you know, they had, it was they had like a coffee bar so you could get a cappuccino or something. But, you know, you want Mickey waffles, you want eggs, you weren't getting them there. Right. So I, you know, it would make better use of the space than I think would make more money mm-hmm. if they did like just a really, you know, a nice um, quick, service. quick service spot. So we'll okay. see what they do though. Right. And then moving to Disney World, uh, theme park hours have been released for the week of September 11th. Yes, I just I just lost my place here. Uh, make small talk. Keep keep people busy. Oh, I don't know. I just got a text from Johnny Brewer Peter. Okay. It's not an actual person. All right. Well, thank but that's you. what that dinging was, if anyone was interested. Thank you for that update. Yep. Uh, so the hours have been released for the week of September 11th through September 18th. Uh, and this is where it starts to get a little difficult. Normally, we just kind of give you these blanket opening dates, uh, opening times. Um, but for the Magic Kingdom, they will open at 9 a.m. daily. However, on September 13th, 15th, 16th, and 18th, they will close at uh, 9 p.m. And on September 12th, 14th, and 17th, they will close at 8.30 p.m. in order to accommodate the after-hour boo bash. All right. I hope you're all writing this down. That's right. Epcot will open every day from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Hollywood Studios will be open from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. And Animal Kingdom will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily. Fantastic. Yes. Golden Oak Outpost has reopened. Tell me, where is that? Uh, the Golden Oak Outpost is where we actually had our Picos Bills after we oh, uh, bought our dinner. The, the old French fry it used to station? be the old French fry, McDonald's French fry kiosk. Kiosk. Um, it's in uh, that kind of little area between Frontierland, just where Frontierland ends and Adventureland begins. Mm-hmm. I would have said it the other way around, but okay. Right next to the well, it depends which way you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Jungle Cruise has debuted the new Trader Sam's gift shop scene. They have. They uncovered it. There's still some some sections covered with netting, uh, but the large gift shop itself is uh, is up and running and looks very much uh, looks very much like the uh, artist rendering. Um, there's still an elephant and some monkeys that are missing that were in the concept art. Oh no! But I'm I'm sure that those uh, those will be uh, added soon. Oh my goodness! I hope so. Yeah, nothing's better than monkeys. That's right. Uh, Tinkerbell has taken flight before the Happily Ever After shows. That was wonderful to see. Yeah, we did see some video from uh, Happily Ever After, thanks to our friends at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com, who had an excellent location uh, to view the fireworks during a dessert party uh, on the Tomorrowland Terrace. And uh, Tinkerbell flew right over their heads. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was amazing. However, these uh, dessert parties, don't get excited, are not available to uh, purchase at this time. That's right. The menu for the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor has been modified before their reopening. That's right. They'll be reopening to guests on July 7th. Um, but they have had a few menu updates. Um, some things that are no longer on the menu that were on the menu before they closed. Mint they- chocolate chip better be still on there. Well, hold on. You will not be able to get the apple blossom sundae, the all-American sundae, or the ice cream cookie sandwich. Okay. Um, or a kitchen sink. I didn't know they offered a kitchen sink there. I don't feel... Oh, no. The Plaza Ice Cream Parlor was... It's not the sit-down one, right? Yeah, it is. Oh. Okay. What's the other ice cream place that's the takeaway? 
The quick service. Uh, I can't think of the name right now. All right. I thought that's what we were talking about, but I guess um, not. But as far as ice cream flavors go, you have vanilla chocolate, strawberry, mint chocolate chip, cookies and cream, no sugar added raspberry sorbet, uh, fat-free and no sugar added chocolate vanilla swirl, and plant-based desserts available. Uh, what's missing from that list is the no sugar added butter pecan, tofuti, and rice dream. Uh, tofuti and rice dream may still be available, but they are would be listed under the plant-based option. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did so, they bring any new sundaes or they just got rid of a whole bunch of sundaes? Uh, they just got rid of those three sundaes. Oh. And uh, you can still get the brownie sundae, the ice cream float, the plaza ice cream sundae, and the double scoop ice cream cone. It's pretty lame. Mm-hmm. They don't really have any specialty sundaes except Except the brownie one. Right. Oh, all right. In Epcot, at the Morocco Pavilion, the courtyard has reopened. That's right. After a two-month refurbishment, uh, the courtyard has opened with a, a new fountain and some new tile work around it. It, uh, it's you know, it looks very Moroccan. It does. It does. And Morocco is, uh, as far as looking at Epcot, a beautiful country. It is. And uh, it will now be more rocking than before. That's right. Um, a man collapsed and later died after riding Spaceship Earth. Do you yes. think it was something that happened on Spaceship Earth? I don't know. Spaceship Earth is not that uh, much of a thrill ride. No. But uh, a 58-year-old man rode um, Spaceship, Spaceship Earth. Earth during the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, he walked off with his family and then collapsed. Um, out uh, on the sidewalk, a uh, cardiologist, a woman who identified herself as a cardiologist, stepped in to begin CPR and, and uh, helped him until Disney security and firefighters ar- arrived. Uh, however, he was taken to Advent Health Celebration Hospital uh, and was pronounced dead about two hours later at 337. Uh, apparently, uh, according to his son, the man had an extensive medical history and visited a cardiologist every six months. Uh, and it appears as though uh, his death was attributed to uh, cardi- uh, cardiac disease. Um, and, you know, it sounds like he might have had some uh, natural causes caused by hypertension and heart disease. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, you know, Disney does their best to ensure that guests do not die on property. Yes. Um, they whisk them away, keep them alive until uh, they're off property. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, that is uh, that is sad. It is sad. In resort news, uh, must-do Disney is now gone from resort TV. This is a major, major problem. It is. <laughs> you know, for us. For many years, um, you know, we... I, I, I find it odd. So there are TVs in hotel rooms mm-hmm. at the resorts right. like there are in every hotel. Right. Um, but we don't watch TV because we're obviously there to go to the theme parks. Right. And if we do turn the TV on, it's usually for background noise. And what do we turn on? We turn on Stacey Oswald mm-hmm. and uh, Must Do Disney. Always. It's uh, It's been a staple of the resorts but since 2005. And it's kind of Stacey going around the parks and showing you the latest and greatest things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, it is now finally gone. She announced back in 2020 that she had uh, filmed her last one. And through 2021, apparently the only version that was left was the Spanish version on mm. Channel 73 of the Resort TV system. Uh, and that has now since been replaced with a generic vacation planning video. Yeah, it's very depressing. I'm okay with them phasing out... Stacy. Stacy, or just the sort of the way it had been done. That's fine. But what are you giving us? Right. Just like everything else. Right. Take something away. And give us give nothing. Give us nothing. Right. Very annoying. So, RIP must do Disney. You, uh, you served this well. Yeah, very upsetting. 
Disney Plus has revealed the first look at Star Wars Visions. That's right. This is a new series that's going to debut on Disney Plus on September 22nd. Uh, and this is um, Visions of Star Wars from seven of Japan's leading anime studios. So they're going to be done in that anime uh, slash manga style art. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's very, very unique. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to be all standalone episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did release a three-minute long, three-and-a-half-minute long uh, trailer, uh, which was a look at it, which is already up on our Facebook page. All right. So Disney Plus was uh, a hot ticket for a while there. It um, was. They were just growing like nobody's business. Uh, but it seems that now subscriber growth has slowed a bit in 2021. That's right. So Disney last reported that as of March, they had 103.6 million subscribers. According to the information, which is a tracker of streaming services, Uh um, Disney Plus hit 110 million subscribers this month, which is July. Uh, The U.S. and Canada currently have 38 million subscribers, which is only 1 million more than uh, six months ago. Um, But in that same time frame, 12 million new subscribers have joined from India. Interesting. So India is Disney Plus's largest market now. Okay. Where the streaming service only costs 45 cents per month. <laughs> well, no wonder if 45 cents a month, like sign Everybody's forever. Everybody's right? So maybe what they should do is charge the Indian folks the same $8 a month they charge here. Yeah, or charge us 45 cents a month and then everyone will get it. That, uh, that might work. I mean, if that's all we're trying to do is like up the number of subscribers. Right. I mean, I could get like... Just by myself, I could probably get 200 subscribers. If I'm charging $45 a month or 45 cents a month, people are going to subscribe to Tony Plus. I know. They'll take anything. Um, uh, They're attributing that plateau uh, partially to the $1 price raise that did occur in March. Um, And they're also saying that there is not, uh, uh, not enough new content coming out. That, I don't know. I don't know if that would be my my thought on it. But, I mean, when you put something like this out, you're going to have all your, like, Disney fans are going to jump on the bandwagon right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the people who hear that it's good and hear that the shows are good and then join a little bit later. But at some point, you've saturated that market. Right. The people who are going to join have joined. You can't right. just – people aren't just going to keep adding and adding and adding. Right. At some point, you plateau pretty much. Like people joined for the Marvel stuff. Yeah. The Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision debuted. People joined for that. Right. Mandalorian puts out a new season. People joined for that. Yeah. And then you're going to lose a few. You're going to get a few. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's unreasonable to think that it's just going to keep growing at, like, a huge pace. When you first started out, you had zero subscribers. So, of course, you're going to grow quickly. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, things are going to even out. So, yeah, I don't think that's really very much news. In Universal, um, valet parking has returned. That's right. Now that social distancing has been eliminated from the Universal Resorts, valet parking can return. Um, You can valet park your car near the resort's bus loop. Uh, And when I say resort, it is the Universal Orlando Resort, not the individual resorts, uh, the resort parking um, over near CityWalk. Uh, The valet parking at Universal is $26 for less than two hours. Uh, before 6 p.m., it is $75 for over two hours. Whoa. After 6 p.m., it is $40 for over two hours. Preferred annual pass holders get a 50% discount, um, and valet is free for premier annual pass holders, but that does exclude holidays and events. So this is for parking at, if you're going to the park? 
if you're going into the park, right, they're Universal City Walk parking garage. It's not okay. if you're going to stay at a resort. Okay. Um, Ragtime Girls have returned to Race Through New York, starring Jimmy Fallon. <sighs> Ragtime Gals. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, they are the acapella group that sings at uh, the uh, Jimmy Fallon attraction. Oh, wait, there. wait. Yes. Okay. So they do have a um, a virtual queue in the attraction, right? Where you go through multiple waiting areas, and uh, the Ragtime Gals is one of the performing groups that uh, keeps you occupied while okay. you while you wait. Yes, that was one of the better attractions in Universal. You thought so. Yes. I thought the ride was not that great, but I thought the queue was was awesome. I enjoyed both. Okay. Universal Orlando has halted the sales of the dining plan. I will say you're entitled to your opinion, even though it is wrong. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so Universal has stopped selling both their full service and quick service dining plans. Uh, the dining plans, of course, allowed guests to prepay for meals at a discount. Uh, the quick service plan had been available for all guests, while the full service plan was available only for resort guests. Um, information on both plans has been removed from the Universal Orlando Resort website as well as the app. Uh, guests who have already purchased the dining plan will be able to use any remaining entitlements if they have not yet used the plan at all. Uh, you know, this plan may come back, um, but no details have been released. A lot of it was due to the fact that, you know, we were in a pandemic. So, wait, did it come, did it ever come back after the pandemic? Yes. And then stopped. And now they've stopped it. Weird. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what the reasoning is there. I don't know. Legoland in Florida is preparing for their 10-year anniversary celebration. That's right. Legoland Florida opened up in October of 20 October 15th, 2011, and they are now getting ready for their 10th anniversary. Um, the Winter Haven location is building a Lego cake that is 20 feet tall and is made with more than 180,000 Lego and Duplo pieces. Um, the park's master model builders will help visitors put together candles and other elements of the cake as part of a group build. Uh, the cake itself is built around structural steel frames, and uh, the frames are actually hurricane safe. All right, well, so that good. cake uh, that cake will not uh, disappear. Well, we're in a right? hurricane. Um, there are also two smaller versions of the project. One cake is two feet tall, and the other one is four feet tall. Uh, Legoland Florida took over Cypress Gardens. Uh, as we mentioned in October of 2011, and they have introduced additional lands and rides since taking over. Very good. Um, and then our last story, um, Epic Universe could be debuting a new device that helps eliminate motion sickness on rides. Yes, it is a ride that is part of the restraint system, um, forces air over the guest. So it is, it is essentially using air movement um, and bringing fresh air to the guests to prevent, uh, help mm. combat motion sickness. I like that. So uh, that may work for you because I know you have an issue with sometimes certain rides. with uh, simulators. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe that works. Maybe. Who knows? We'll have to we'll have to follow this story as yes, it develops. Absolutely. You have any final words? I don't. Awesome. So until Friday, uh, I'm Tony. Until until Wednesday. <laughs> Do you know what day it is? We're gonna we're gonna skip a couple days. Yeah, until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.